Good evening, my Rabbi Isai. We are in the middle of Perachamishi in Shara Bechina, talking about a new idea which we have to be cognizant of and to examine it. That's what Shara Bechina is all about, to reflect and examine about everything, all the wonders in creation, all of the great benevolence that Hashem does for us at all times. And here we're talking about the idea of movement. That everything that happens in the world, from the smallest creature to the biggest, everything happens through movement. And we'll pick it up over here. Shatavin Tanua. We understand this secret, this idea of movement, we understand its essence and its component of spirituality. It's really from the wonders of Hashem's creation that everything exists from movement. And that's part of the, the energy that makes things continue to exist. That's the way Hashem does it. So always people are always moving. We don't even realize it sometimes, but there's always movement. You could appreciate the Compassion that Hashem has over all of His creations. When you realize that, you realize every movement that a person takes, every step, every pointing of the finger, is is tied and connected with Hashem, the Exalted One. And only if Hashem allows us this energy of movement, at His will, can we move. Because we are to- totally tied in. Actually, the Rabbeinu Bachi ibn Pekuda, Chavis Avavis in Hishara Bitochen, uses this expression that we're always tied to Baruch Hu, and in that way, we actually could feel very comfortable and place our security in Him. Because Hashem is holding us at every moment. It's like a puppet on a string, the true truth is. Because Hashem allows us to move in this way. If we decide that, okay, I want to move my hand up. If Hashem doesn't allow it to happen, it won't happen. Because HaKol Bidei Shemayim, Chutzmir Shemayim, the only thing Hashem really allows within our power is the choice to choose to do good or choose to do bad. But whether it will happen, a person could decide, I want to pick up my hand to strike somebody. I could choose to do that. But whether I will be able to do it or not is not up to me. So that because every moment of every movement is in Akash Baruch's hands. So we really, we could trust in him and that anything that's happening is also only with his control. And Hashem's will in the, the most smallest, the biggest thing that has to move. is those that are open and seen and clear and those that are hidden. Says it right here. Everything is within the control and the power of Hashem at every moment, except for what He gave in our domain, and that is bechiras vara. To choose to do good or bad. It's not even to do good or bad. It's a mistake. People think, oh yeah, we have bechira to do good. We have bechira to do bad. It's not true. We don't even have the within our power to do good or bad. We have the, the, our power to choose to do good or bad. That's it. It starts and ends over there. 
whether it will happen, then as Hashem says, okay, I'll let him do a mitzvah, and then, Chavazavavah says over there in Shabbat Togan, Hashem says, not only will you get schar for the choice that you did, for that good choice, but I'll even give you schar for the actualization of that deed, which really had nothing to do with us, but as Hashem, Hashem says, I'll give you schar for that too. And in the Avera also, we really get punished for the choice to do wrong. And then Hashem says, and since I allowed you to carry it out, you get punished for that as well. So that we understand every movement that we take, every breath that we take, is within Hashem's hands. Therefore, once we are clear about this, so we should only be cognizant of every move that we take. I mean, we knew this all too well, sadly, by those who didn't have enough breath in them during the year and a half of COVID. The Nebuch, people just expired. They they met their demise because they just didn't have enough power to breathe. There just wasn't enough energy, wasn't enough movement to take breaths. And we saw how tenuous we are, that we mamish like being held up by a string in Hashem's hand. So we have to be cognizant of this, that every move was remember this connection that we have with Hashem. And it should also bring upon us a certain shame, which means a shame of doing the wrong thing, a shame of doing the wrong move against Hashem. Realizing this, being cognizant that every Everything is dependent in movement. And Nebuchadnezzar, a person who is paralyzed, he becomes very limited. And every movement is dependent on Hashem allowing us to move. And once we realize that, we take a, we become enveloped with a sense of awe and shame. V'tira we fear Hashem. V'timasar lidine, we say Hashem, whatever you want to do, we're in your hands. Or it brings the person ultimately to want only what Hashem decrees for the person. Then Tagi al and then ultimately it will be good for us, we'll come to do what Hashem wants, and then, in the end, since we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing, we're following Hashem's dictates, there will be in our afterlife good as well. Like the Muslim says, and here you see that there's this connection to the to the bitachin aspect, because this is not only in terms of shara bechina to appreciate and examine this idea that every movement that we make is really totally connected with Hashem, allowing us to move our eyes, to move our mouth to talk, to move our mouth to eat, to move our hands and our feet. But it also gives us a sense of awe and added fear of Hashem. But it also gives us a sense of security that I don't have to worry, well, what's going to be and what will it... No one else can make a movement without Hashem wanting them to move also. So truth be told, person who has ultimate bitachin is not afraid of anybody or anything. Hashem li lo'ira. Hashem is with me and Hashem is the only one who controls lo'ira. I'm not afraid. What can a person do to me? No person could do anything to me not to help, not to harm. And that wasn't Hashem's decree that it should be that way. So this is the idea. It brings a person also to.
And here the Mashkiach brought a, uh, a mimer, an essay from Rab Simcha Zizel, the great altar of Kelm, Rab Simcha Zizel Ziv, that we see Masech the Shabbos, the first Mishnah. Do you remember the first Mishnah, Dav Beizam and Aleph? Yeah? We're up to Dav Nanzaya now, Thursday night. Okay, if you remember the first Mishnah, Dav Beiz, you have an Oni standing inside the house, outside the house, and the Balabais is standing inside the house. And the Oni comes with his basket, and he wants some bread. And the Balabai sticks his hand out, and he, if he puts the bread in the basket, he is Chayev. If he sticks his hand out with the bread sticking up, and the Oni takes it out, the Oni is Chayev. So you see, it's one movement of the hand. Either he drops the bread in, or he just allows the bread to be taken. One movement of the hand could either make him liable for the death penalty, for being Machal Shabbos, being being bemazed, uh, which gets skila, or for being potter, for just getting away with a misdemeanor, a, a midrabonon. It's, it's quite serious, but it's not the death penalty. What is it? It's the difference of moving the hand this way or that way. So, so you have to appreciate the idea of one movement the wrong way or the right way could either bring a person skilo or not. <laughs> so, here we see that, that again, to appreciate every movement and if we take it a little bit further, we see that as the Chavisavava said, that really the only thing within the person's per, the ability is to choose to do good or bad. So a person could choose to take his hand and hit somebody. He could take his hand and steal something. Now, as we just explained, one second, in order for that to happen, so there has to be a decision and a resolve in the mind of the person, and then Hashem will allow his hand to move or not move. We find that when Yeruvah ben Nevat, the evil king, wanted to strike the Navi, he picked his hand to strike and Hashem froze his hand in mid-air. Hashem says, I could stop anybody I want. That was one incident he did. But Hashem oftentimes, most times, doesn't stop the person from grabbing something that's not his or hitting. That's what Hashem allows it. Oftentimes not. Sometimes Hashem stops it from happening in one way or another. Hashem stops it from happening. A person could want to do something wrong and all of a sudden he, he doesn't have the circumstance to do it. Or he wants to do something good. Yeah, and also it does, he doesn't have anything. He wanted. He wanted to, oh, you know, I want to give this fellow coming to show, I want to give him a dolly. Put your hand in your pocket. Oh, I had a dolly. It fell out this morning. So, that's it. And that's what could happen. You know? Or, oftentimes what happens, you want to do something, either for good or bad, all of a sudden your phone rings. At that moment, somebody random calls you. What? what? That's coincident? No. Hashem says, that moment, I'm going to have somebody call him. And that's it. He lost the mitzvah. Or we're saved from the Avera. And this happens if you're a thinking person. This happens all the time. It happens all the time. And why Hashem is making these random, quote-unquote, things happen. But here, the, just to point out, one idea that the Tamer Devera, the great Ramak, Ramosha Kodavira, writes in his Sefer Tamer Devera, that if you think about it, if a person wants to do something wrong, whether it's stealing or striking a person, he decides, he resolves, and then he has to carry it out. But that carrying it out with his hand, 
only could happen if Hashem allows at every split second for that hand to move. Which means we are deciding to use this ability to move, which Hashem has to give the power for it to happen, to go against Hashem. And that's why the Tamidavara calls Hashem the Melech Elbain, the the insulted king, the king who tolerates so much. And Hashem tolerates it, even though we're sort of we're taking mud and throwing it in his face, Khasrishalam. But that's the reason every time we do an Avera. Every time we do that, we're using Hashem's ability to give us movement. And more than that, we're telling Hashem, okay, I want to move my hand right now in this way, in this manner, for this purpose. And Hashem is almost, most of the times, He says, I'm going to be beholden to your decision. Because that's the way I've created the world, that you have a decision. You have a decision to choose to do good and not to choose to do good. And oftentimes Hashem will allow us to bring that out to actualization. But that means we're, we're sort of saying, okay, Hashem, I want, it's like a, if you think about like a, a vending machine, lahavdil. I want, I want to choose B13. And that's what I want to do. And as Hashem's, you know, you know, that's going against what I write in the Torah. But that's what you chose. So Hashem's caveat is okay. And that's what I'll have to allow you to do. And Hashem is giving us the movement with our hand to do the wrong thing, which is against His will. It's it's mind-boggling if we think about it. But that's what Chavis Devovus wants to bring out here. If we really think about it, that that's the way it works, it will give us a sense of shame. His Baishish Mimenu, Betira Isai, will be embarrassed of doing the wrong thing, will fear him, and indeed will have more be talking in him. Vabetea Ba'ashem, Chesidus Eivavenu. We'll hold it here, Rabbi Isai, Agutanach, Kol Tuv.